Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined by Independent Deputy Verona Murphy. Good morning to you, Verona. Good morning, Alan. You do represent the people. You're an elected representative. And uh, to many people, and I'm not going to go into the GAA goal thing because that would take us off in a completely different direction. Um, We can't lose our status, so we now have to galvanise and get us across the line. You were there yesterday. What did you make of it? I was there yesterday. Look, I love hurling. Um, I was sitting beside Billy Walsh, who clearly been home for just a weekend, like, and he wanted to get in a game of hurling. It was it was hugely disappointing. I mean, the first half we were sixteen points up and seventeen at one stage. It wasn't fantastic hurling hmm. at the, in the first half, but what happened in the second half was clearly right. just astounding. By everybody was astounded, and I actually spoke to the Westmead chairman after the game, who was equally as astounded that they had come back. Okay. So look, I I feel for the players, our own players, like they've given their life, they give yeah. their life, they, their families, they give up so much. There has to be a change. There has to be something that makes this better for them and for their supporters. Anyway, look, we'll move on from that for the moment. I've got. I will be at next week's game, and I wish them all the best. Yeah, and we do wish them the very best of luck. Now. Let's get on to the IDA. You were part of the discussion with the councillor George Lawler and Senator Malcolm Byrne about this, and you said you would be meeting somebody from the IDA, and you would put it to them that we need to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also know that uh, Independent Councillor uh, Leonard Kelly requested that the IDA speak to the the council as well. So we're proactive in getting. Who did you speak to? And what did they say? Well, I met the CEO Mary Buckley, and with her she had Dennis Curran, who is the manager of the region and property. It was a very interesting discussion. I mean, I was very glad to hear that they have decided to co-fund with Wexford County Council a planning application uh, for a 50,000 square foot manufacturing facility essentially beside the new IDA park in Enniscorthy, which we know was undertaken by private enterprise. Um, I really wanted to understand we've had many a conversation you and I and and you've had Ray Griffin on uh, several times depicting the deficit of IDA jobs here in Wexford and I put that to them and they weren't particularly, you know, they wanted to discuss Ray Griffin as a matter of interest which I didn't and we didn't discuss them, we discussed the figures. Their attitude uh, is that basically when companies come to them and when they're marketing Ireland any county can be on their agenda but ultimately the company coming here dictates what they want outside of housing outside of schools the quality of life that they can give to their employees the workforce and the qualifications of that workforce are all important but something that is fundamental is the R&D aspect. Their ability to grow as a company if they base, wherever they base their facility, their ability to conduct R&D like we have out here in Waters and Wexford. And that's, uh, the IDA are funding that R&D, but on that basis alone, they're looking to be near a third level college. And I think that's why as an elected representative alongside all of the other elected representatives, we have to band together to ensure not only do we bring a new campus 
state of the art campus to Wexford, but we must engage with the STEM courses. So, science, do you think that that's what's holding up idea investment I, I here? I think it's part the of delay it. in getting our campus built. Well, I think absolutely. It's the fundamental difference between Carlow and Waterford, where we've seen an increase in idea jobs. We've lost, and you've got a hell of a campus in Carlow. You have a hell of a campus in Waterford, mm. and we have lost out. We've lost sixty jobs last year through uh, of idea jobs. We must remember these jobs. Four hundred jobs announced for Clonmel is it there you go and there you go and And I I was in Clonmel during the summer and their campus was being built yeah and so I I'm not sure if the two of them are interlinked. Well, they, yeah. well naturally, they, but the problem is that we are behind the curve with the campus and it disappoints me to hear a councillor say it's not the job of Wexford County Council to find a property to build a campus, the lands. Of course it is. That's where we differ. Of course it is. You believe it's if, everybody's Well, job. I think the reality yeah. is if the council executive are engaging with the IDA and co-funding planning applications, well, ultimately, okay. if they understand that, they understand that the deficit. So you've, you, you've the, raised a number of interesting points. So what happens next then? Are the IDA going to visit? Will they come to the council? Will they talk to us? What's I, the story? Ultimately, I'll be continuing to engage with Dennis Curran, who, as I say, is the regional manager and properties, and it'll be on the basis of every time there is a prospective offer is Wexford getting a fair crack of the whip? Have they what box is not being ticked that Carlo gets it over Wexford Clonmel gets it over Wexford we have to understand. We have a 10,000 workforce leaving this county every day. Many of them are capable of an IDA job and we certainly need to start. 10,000 travelling on the 10, roads? 10,000 travelling and I'm on the road at 5 o'clock 3 mornings of the yeah. week and I can see it. Bumper to bumper. Many white vans certainly but the reality is that we have to start to retain our workforce and the only way we can do that is by providing those high end jobs and they're the 60,000 upward jobs. We need to capitalise on Rosslare Europort but also something primarily that would help in the southeast region is if we had Waterford Airport back up and running and you know all right. of those things. Let's look at your other points as well. And you waited patiently to speak to me this morning because, I, as you know, sport sometimes dominates news. And today Absolutely. is one of those days. And I have never seen anything like the amount of texts that are coming in and WhatsApps. I haven't even gone through half of them yet. Um, the fire service. This is another area you'd like to mention. You're, you're lending your support to them. I think this is absolutely appalling, particularly in light of what we've witnessed in this county of ours. €13,000, the, the money they're on. These people, I mean, are just incredible. Why not just give them what they want? Well, I think if, if we don't, I, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not good enough for politicians to come down here and laud our fire service and take pictures and abuse the opportunity for the good work that they do. They save lives and without them, where would we be? We we have a retainer service, which means that nobody is full-time employed or very few are full-time employed. They're on a retainer. They're expected then to take jobs within a radius of only a couple yeah. of miles so as that they're available to the fire service. The reality is that that just doesn't work and many of them are actually in receipt of social welfare while yeah. being retained for the fire service. Their proposal is, as a matter of fact, I think it's brilliant. Uh, what it 
would cost the government over what they cost now is 30 million. And that has that is really what's wrong with the fire service. They're so disgruntled at the fact that the government don't believe a 30 million euro investment to update the structure, bring them from that retainer level to where they can actually attain more. Do you believe Wexford uh, should have a permanent fire service fire uh, fire team? I, I don't think we we need to, but what we need to have is we need to garner those who are there. We're we're preventing people from coming in and replacing okay. those who are dying, just like we're doing in on Garda Siakona. This is happening... O- so what's happening now? Because Malcolm Byrne said that it won't come. They were talking about taking strike action. What's your understanding? Well, they voted for strike action. Well, when I leave here today, I go to New Ross to meet the fire service okay. at 12 o'clock. So I, all I can say is at this point in time, unless Mal- Malcolm has a magic wand, I very much hope it won't come to that. It shouldn't even be coming to us having this discussion. You know what happened here in Wexford when our hospital went on fire. You know how hard they worked, how risk, how much risk they took, their own families watching them on television doing what they're doing. Well, the lasting memory for me is the man uh, on, on, on the fire the, truck yeah. up about I don't know how many feet high Literally in the air and I spoke to him and the flames in front of his face so mm-hmm. how you can't uh, reward people like that Precisely. with some form of living wage to, for the life of me in Precisely. a country that's awash with money I know I'm going off on one this morning but, but well, that's the way not, I feel because yeah. I think we, we, we keep hearing about this 10 billion surplus yeah. but everything is going to pot and I think this is where we're going to be starting from scratch and ultimately it's going to cost us more money you wanted to make one other point about another issue this is a, a therapy is it, what it is it's it? the section 39s Alan our windmill therapeutic service yeah. our commas in New Ross St. Aidan's and Reachability, all of the services that are provided for those with either an intellectual disability or physical disability throughout the county. Some staggering numbers. We have 2,391 service users in CHO5, which encompasses Carlow, Wexford, Kilkenny, Washford and South Tipperary. Of those 2,300 service users, 1,300 are in receipt of a capitation payment to the day service of yeah. between two and 6,000. That's, that took that took place in 2015. It has risen to school leavers now, getting they're paying 18,000. That deficit is creating a huge issue for the Section 39s, being able to retain staff, recruit staff, and the problem there is the day services are closing, like we've seen in St. Aidan's with rest points. Action services. needed now. Yeah, action needed immediately. And I've been involved, we've, we've sorted some issues with Comus. We've sorted an issue last week. I met the head of yeah. the HSE, Bernard Gloucester, and we sorted the issue just currently for uh, Windmill Therapeutic. But there's so much more to do. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.